Hi guys, welcome back to Hear Our Voices. Thank you for coming back this week to the podcast. Guys, this is Jessica's part two to her story and also telling you a little bit about Unlock and how it helped her and things like that. So sit back, relax, enjoy yourself, get some popcorn, maybe something to drink, maybe some coffee, some soda, some juice. Depends how you feel today. (laughs) And listen to the the information that we have to give you. If you are a person who was formerly homeless or housing insecure in New York City and you're a family or, you know, was a family in the shelter, please email us. We'll love to hear your story. We'd love to have you on the podcast as a guest. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, guys, we're launching a Facebook. We're also launching a YouTube channel. So, guys, sit back and relax. All the links will be in the description down below. I hope you are enjoying these podcasts. Me and my team, we work very hard to get these episodes out to you. You're going to be hearing some even more amazing stories coming up in the future. So hit that subscribe button and just follow us on here. Maybe if listening to us on Spotify or Anchor, I'm not sure. We are on many different platforms, but I hope you're enjoying this day. Be safe and make sure... You make a difference in people's lives. Talk to you next time. Because I'm going through the process of eviction, you know, you obviously have to show court documents, you know, your identity, social, proof of address, your lease. Um, And then they gave me like this referral package that I filled out with my partner and we took to Canva home base, which is located in Flatbush. I don't know if you've ever been to that Canva location. I have. Is this the one on Church Avenue? Yes, on Church Avenue. Yes, they have a different, a lot of different buildings over there, but yeah. Yeah, it's the one that's right next to the gym. The, okay, yeah, on the Church Avenue side. The Church Avenue side, yeah. So I I was assigned a case manager there. I um, processed my application there. Once I processed my application... I was called in for like an inter- like an intake interview with the case manager. And like, she basically goes through the whole application once again, and you have to fill it out with her. Bring once again, the documents that you brought over to HRA. So it's like a, it's a really confusing process because what you just did at HRA, you have to do it once again in Canva, which makes absolutely no sense. Right. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so after that process, which usually it took me like maybe like an hour and a half two hours at Canva with waiting time um I waited wow that was right I'm gonna say I waited maybe like a couple of weeks that was I don't know maybe like eight weeks before I heard a response from the city that uh approved um the package and they like you know issued me the voucher they gave me like the shopping letter um and then once I got the shopping letter obviously I was able to go and apply I obviously didn't apply I mean I obviously didn't find a place right away it took me months so I had to recertify my um voucher um every three months because it would technically expire you know so I would have to make sure to bring the same documents that I brought in before to the office three, every three months so they can give me an updated voucher. So then if I was to find an apartment, I could show this to the broker or the landlord 
and make sure that my voucher was up to date. Um, once I found, let's say my place, which I am now, I filled out an application with my landlord. Um, um, Canva gave me a security voucher letter, um, another letter for the landlord, another application for the landlord. He filled it out. Um, they had to wait some time for that. And then they had to schedule an inspection with HPD. I failed the first time. So I had to wait another two weeks. Um, I waited maybe around three months for that process, right? Why did because, you fail? Okay. <laughs> so HPD is very specific. Um, there's very specific things for apartments, especially when it comes to thefts because children are involved. Okay. So the fourth tips are you must have safety guards on your windows. You have to have smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. You need to have um, working gas on the stove. And I failed because um, we did not have working gas in the stove because the apartment was vacant for five months because the landlord was waiting on, you know, on Canva. Right. Um, and um, we needed um, to make sure that there were not like any like open, like like nails or anything like that that can harm children. Um, so yeah, because of that, it failed. So we had to reschedule it. It took another two, three weeks. Um, the pandemic hit. So then we had to wait another month before the of checks course. come in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I finally moved in um, in April of 2020 at the height of pandemic. Um, and then the landlord and my partner met at the Canva office, right? They were still doing they met at the Canva office and the landlord um, received the checks and my partner received the keys. Oh, wow. Um, That's good. But yeah, that was the <sighs> That's, it's a lot. Like, wow, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's so much. It, it so maybe what they should do with the app is make people do videos of the apartment. Like probably show from like outside so you know the right address. Go mm -hmm. into the apartment and show these things. It's an actual person walking around. And they can have a person watch videos. It's gonna be easier than traveling from place to place at point A to point B in New York City, finding parking, then go in or come up the bus or train, which could be a delay. And people do it like that. It might be a little bit easier to do it that way instead of an actual person coming out every time. Or even do a Zoom call. At this point, yeah. Zoom calls are faster. Then you go yeah. to my house. I read virtual like zoom inspections would probably be much faster um I agree probably having more case managers working with voucher holders like you know because they're probably understaffed very understaffed too so it probably takes longer to process paperwork um it would also be helpful if they had like a portal where you can like have all this information um if I'm not mistaken, I could have swear I heard that like now there's somewhere where you can check the status if you've been approved or not for your steps. But back then there was none of that. So it would be nice for people, for voucher holders to have a government website where they can access their account, they can access their documents, their application, their inspection, like approval, 
um, their approval from, you know, the case from the city, like what they're waiting on and just kind of having like a checklist of like, what's next? What should you expect? Because you know, what's the problem? Too many people are in limbo and they're homeless. And that's why they're homeless. People are not homeless because they want to be homeless. Nobody chooses to be homeless. They're homeless because they can't find housing. And that's the biggest issue right now in New York City. That is so true. That is definitely so true. People think that we choose to be this way. No, sometimes oh. things happen to us and that's why it happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I'm going to be homeless today. No, no. It's circumstances in life that takes you to that point. So, you know, like if, 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 if the city could just facilitate the process and make it a bit more efficient from their end and easier, it wouldn't be so long. And like, we wouldn't have so many people in shelters. We wouldn't have so many people waiting to find apartments, you know? This wouldn't be an issue. You know, it was, I had a colleague today tell me that, um, they, the city currently has about 2,500 supported housing units available, right? I don't know if you've ever heard of supporting housing. I have, but you can explain to people. It's, um, I think, it, it, right, it's like for people that need assistance and they, they have like, you know, case workers come and help them, like see if like you know they have food and everything is like up to date and then they have like therapy right it's something more like that right yes when i understand it people tell me yes <laughs> that's exactly what it is so if you need extra help and things like that kind of so people just need extra help to kind of stay on track yeah i think honestly 18 if you're in local low-income neighborhoods and i feel like a lot of parents don't teach their kids how to do things when they turn 18, they kind of like in the world and it's like, what? Or maybe 2021, 20, they're still kind of confused. I was confused. I think yeah. people probably they should teach it in school or if you're in low income neighborhoods, you should probably give people that automatically to kind of help them out because I feel like it'll help them better in life. Because some agree. people don't know how to do leases. People don't know how to do These are common things when you're an adult, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. But when you are a teenager, 18, 19, 20, even though Nurgle is kind of hard to do that, but even like, Say Florida, where it's kind of well, depends where you live in Florida. Not everywhere in Florida is cheap either. But like, yeah. just, like I said before, Mississippi, Alabama, like a kid is a kid. You know, eighteen year olds is still they're adults, but they, they they just they don't just seventeen the other day. You know, they need to know how to read a lease or when you look in an apartment, make sure the water is on. Who's gonna pay for the water? Is it included in my rent? Is not included in my rent? Is light included? Like certain things people don't know how to look for when they're in the apartment. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. People don't think about I would need a shower curtain because most places don't come with shower curtains. Unless they have a door on the thing. Like, so, oh, when I come in, I should clean up first, maybe. You're not sure if the landlord cleaned up properly after the last person who lived there. You just have to think about these things. A lot of kids don't know what to look for. And I feel like it should be offered to them before I they agree. graduate high school so they make sure they are, or have a life skill class or something like that because people are coming out here confused. People don't use checks now, but back in the day, how to write a check or how to bounce a, a checking account. How, how, should pay, how should you save your rent from out of each paycheck? Things like that, kids should know. Um, how to, um, a broker's fee you might need to, if you go through a certain agent or whatever, um, don't pay three months rate, because we pay in, um, the month's rent and the, um, as a, as a, I forgot the word, but you know, they like pay two sums, but it's like, it equals out to your rent in case you miss a month or something like that. If like, when you leave, you get a deposit, I mean, sorry, that's what I'm trying to say, a deposit. 
You're not mm-hmm. supposed to pay more than the deposit and then the rent, you know. Some people are, it's illegal to stay after three months worth of rent. It's, just, it's not supposed to be like that, you know. People don't know these things if we don't teach them these things. And parents sometimes, which is sad, they push their little bird out the nest and they're not equipped to fly and they're out there just dying in the street, literally, and end up homeless because they don't know what to do. So, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> it's really a lot. Like I'm saying that there's there's 2,500 of these units of housing supporting like available, but allegedly, you know, the city lacks like the proper staffing to kind of like get everyone processed, like their paperwork process in right away. So it's gonna take some time. So the city's working with agencies to write proper referral, blah, 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 blah. This is the reality, right? You know, there's all these homeless sweeps that Mayor Adams is currently doing, right? Right. Why can you provide these people with those sort of apartments? Yeah. Why do you need to remove them, traumatize them, antagonize them, attack them, treat them like they're nobodies? Like, provide them with these apartments, help them out. Right. We have the vacancies, we have the housing, we just don't give. They don't, and you know what's the worst part of it is that they love to turn the middle class against the lower class. They love to do that. That's true. They love, and, and you know, and I don't blame the middle class because middle class at all, they get no help from city, none. Meanwhile, the rich and the elite, they're on top, enjoying, having fun, eating cake. While us out here, we're barely struggling, we're barely surviving, struggling. Right. They don't care. And that's the problem. That's the problem. You know, um, um, I like to believe that there could be some change. I really do, especially when it comes to policy and enforcement, because the law is there and it should be enforced and people should follow the law, right? Right. Um, but I just feel like the city enforces the law when it comes to their benefit and not when it comes to the benefit of the people. Right, that's definitely true. So unlock, right? Yes. How can people go and use this app? How, um, is it easy app to use or is it yeah. kind of hard? Do we have to call in to kind of, you know, get people to help you or just help you in the app itself? Don't have to talk to anyone, which is the best part, unless you want to talk to somebody. But you don't have to talk to anyone. So our website is weunlock.nyc, W-E-U-N-L-O-C-K.nyc. Um, and if you visit our page, you will have the option of recording, reporting straight from your phone. It's basically just a website. You can visit it from your phone, from your iPad, from your computer, wherever you're at. Um, and when you're ready to issue a report, you can select report. Um, if the issue has already happened, let's say, and you have evidence, we definitely recommend for you to attach the evidence, whether it is text messages, emails. You know, a lot of people ask me, like, is ghosting, you know, is that like evidence? Is that illegal? Yes. It is illegal. If a broker or a landlord ghosts you after you mention like your voucher for payment, that's illegal. You can report that. That's not okay. Um, if a broker is charging you ridiculously amount of fees for right. an application, 
<laughs> that is illegal. You can report that. You know, there's a lot of things that people don't know um, about their rights. So if they want to learn a bit more, they can come to our website. We also host monthly workshops for voucher holders. Um, the second Monday of every month, I host them every time, usually around 4 p.m. Um, and they're all virtual. So it's not in person. So if you can't make it, it's fine. If you want to drop in during a call and discussion, you can as well. Um, we also have a Twitter. I actually follow you on Twitter. I don't know if you follow us. Thank you. <laughs> I will definitely look for it. Because I have two pages on Twitter. So it's like I have my actual Twitter and then I have the um, HOV Twitter. So that's why it could be on one <laughs> and my, on the other. It's a lot of stuff on there. So I'll definitely, it's under your name or on, under Unlock? It's under unlock. So okay. un, un, we are we unlock NYC on Twitter. I don't have Twitter. I'm I'm boring. But I'm, I I write under the unlock. We unlock um Twitter. Oh, so you'll see. There. We're also on Facebook. We unlock NYC on Facebook for people that want to find us. Um, we're very active in Facebook groups as well with voucher holders. That's so very big. Um, but yeah, the tools are really easy to use. Use them, report it. Um, it's much faster than 301, I'll tell you that. You'll definitely get a response from us. Um, and the outcome is totally up to you. So when you report, you have the option if you want it to be sent to CCHR, which CCHR can stage a light intervention, right? In which they'll reach out to the landlord and like remind them like of the law of SOI law um, and potentially negotiate the unit for you if you're interested in it, right? Right. Um, but you also have the option of sending it to other organizations or government agencies that we work with. Um, and if you want to take this into like a legal matter and pursue this, let, let's say like uh, court, we can also refer you to like legal assistance, um, but it's totally up to the user and what they want to do. Everyone has a different outcome and whatever, whatever they want. We have users that are really active and they want their voices to be heard and they want it to be known that they this can be done to people. And there's people that are like, listen, I just want to share a tip with you and that's it. Um, has anybody actually been successful by um, taking up the court? Um, to court from us that I know of at this moment, I know of court cases that have been successful, but not like from us, but taking it to CCHR, yes, we have. We have um, a couple of successful cases, including myself, but I did not take the unit. So I, I, reported, I reported a management company because they were asking me for 725 credits for, and they did not want children even though I mentioned my voucher and I mentioned I had a family, et cetera, et cetera. I reported them to CCHR. I went to visit the place. The, manage, the, the, the broker was still giving me shit like, oh, are you sure you want to live here? Like, there's a lot of single people. There's no children here. I went back. I spoke to CCHR. I emailed them. I told them what they said. The next day, the broker reached out to me and said, hey, our management company is interested um offering you the apartment are like are you interested in the unit i don't know what cchr said to them after like i said that to them you know but mm -hmm. they were probably shook you know they probably threatened them to take this to court but right. yeah it 
work for me. It doesn't mean that it'll work for every single case, no, but I do believe the more people report, the more data we have, the more numbers we have to show to city officials that this is the issue and we need change. Got it. That's yeah. really cool. That's really cool. That's successful stories out there about oh, what's yeah. happening. And people, I think what it is also, this um, thing is not really put out there because people always say, oh, we need to report them. We report them. But I've never mm -hmm. heard people really saying, oh, there's a thing, you know, set up for it already. So this is yeah. a good thing to kind of get out there and really have people know about this and know what to do because yeah. hopefully this can get it together and people will, you know, get apartments and be happy and just have their family just be in a place that was kind of, you know, of their own and, you know, just live life. Just and live life. Life. I agree. I totally agree. We just launched last year um, okay. and hope that we can reach a greater audience and reach more people and, you know, motivate more people to, to report, you know, because reporting does matter. And it does. It, it does. Numbers do matter. You know, when, especially when it comes to city officials, you know, I mean, politicians, don't know, so we can show them, hey, this is how many people are suffering discrimination in your district. They might do something about it. Right. If I show them your story, they don't care because it doesn't impact them. That's true. I hate to say it. I hate to sound cruel, because, but that's how it is. It's a cruel world where most people don't care about each other. And that's why people like us, we have to look out for each other and we have to look out for the community and, you know, share our resources and do the best that we can. Right. Yeah. Do you have any last words for the people who are listening right now? <sighs> any last words? Um, be kind to each other and don't let the powers be turn you against each other because you guys are all brothers and sisters at the end of the day. All right, guys, we came to the end of Hear Our Voices podcast. Please follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Everything will be in the description below. Everything we talked about, what, have, what I have a link to, will be in the description below. Thank you for listening to this these podcasts. And if you have any ideas, any concerns, any things like that, you could just definitely DM us because you know i'm on twitter all the time literally and i'm always on instagram when it comes to my phone so i definitely will see it and talk to you guys next time and i hope you enjoy bye